When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McLean. You know, we're getting lots of really nice emails. I have to say thank you to everybody for all the nice things you're saying about our film for Project Down and Dirty. Um, I didn't realize that when you pay the $10 for the link, which I believe is only, um, you can only do that until tomorrow night. That's correct. correct. Okay. So when you do that, not only do you get every, every show's film, you get the outtakes. You get the um, the, the reunion, full reunion show. show. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. And you can listen. I'm not encouraging this, but if you only had limited time, you can fast forward to the things that you want to see until you, you know, yeah. have your viewing party. And then the link is good forever, I believe. Yeah, it is. At least, or until the internet dies, I guess. I guess so. And by yeah. the way, um, it's not really by the way, but. Getting back to Dawn was uh, talking about how Loretta Lynn is going to be honored by the Grand Ole Opry. I uh, I wanted you guys to hear like the just kind of the vibe of the one of the songs on the album that I was suggesting you check out called Van Leer Rose. This was uh, produced by Jack White. I think he's on a couple of songs too, and the song is called Have Mercy. Oh, that's a gritty rock and roll type of. Yeah. And the whole album is like this, and then it's just kind of bluesy and yeah that's cool that sounds great i always get a vibe this is a stretch but a vibe of oh gosh um Take me down to Barton Hollow. Who may, who 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 used the to Civil do that? Wars? The, the Civil, Civil Wars. Wars. A little bit of like the the hard hitting on mm-hmm. like that top Easter. And that's and like, very Jack White too. You know. Yes. Yeah. That's got a really cool vibe to it. You know, I, I really like seeing like these these younger artists like Brandy Carlisle putting out this you know producing Tanya Tucker's album oh. and then you know g- giving her career you know a second part which is really nice. Because you get this fresh take on this, you know, classic artist, right? Which is great. And that Tanya Tucker album, I think, was, I mean, was just so critically acclaimed. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's another good one. If yeah. you just, you know, if you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to the yeehaw. I mean, this is like that's really cool. cool stuff. Say the name of that song that we just heard again. Have mercy. Have mercy. Good. Dig it. That's one yeah. of many. So anyway, pop quiz, pop culture, pop quiz. Uh, you two, I am the game maker. You are the players. Mm-hmm. Which '90s sitcom character had the famous catchphrase "Have mercy"? Ooh, have mercy. I'm Ooh. gonna say it's Flo from Alice. 
Okay. <laughs> she said kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 90s we're talking about. Oh, 90s. Shoot, that was 80s, you're Have right. Have mercy. He, uh, he was Urkel. an uncle. Oh. He was an uncle? Yes. Oh, Fresh uh, Prince. Uncle Phil, no. Um, great hair. Gray hair. Great hair. Oh, great hair. Uncle, Uncle this Ben. One, uh, Uncle not Ben's Uncle rise. Ben. It was Uncle Jesse. Oh, John Stamos, Full House. And Becky would, you know, get a little up close and personal, and he'd do a have mercy like that. Oh, ew. Yeah. That's a weird thing for like a young guy to say. <laughs> no, he was saying, you know, it's cool. He was like Elvis. <laughs> He looks so cool. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. I mean, honestly, I don't know what he's doing. Did he looks make great. a deal with the devil? Honest What's happening? Goodness. Yeah, he looks great. And he's like guy. like sixty, right? Yeah, he's probably. right around. Yeah, he's older than I am. So and he yeah, looks nice. Thank you. He, yeah, he looks like he's uh, like forty, yeah. forty years old even. He looks good. All right, I got. Do did anybody watch Good Morning America? Do we know if this is a fake news situation? Was Michael Strahan on Good Morning America today? You know, the Sun, they like to post an article that is uh, a little exploitative of whatever's happening. It feels like they, they do some far-reaching. I don't read the Sun that often, but I feel like when I'm like, is this story real? I look up and see, oh, it's the Sun. There was, <laughs> yeah. there was a little buzz online of what's going on. Why is Michael Strahan not on GMA? In fact, it was trending on Twitter yesterday. Michael Strahan was like a top trend. Where is he? So he was off on Monday. He was back on Tuesday. He was off on Wednesday. And just that abnormal here a day, gone a day, here a day thing caused the internet to think that there is something going on behind the scenes. Oh, really? At GMA. I read the article, and I have to tell you, there is nothing there. <laughs> I mean, it is so weird. They're like, yeah. and then he was back on on Tuesday. But he was gone again on Wednesday. Was this in like Us Weekly? Because that seems to no, be no, no. It's, no, the this sun. is the sun. This is oh, the I'm sun. Sorry. Missed that. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Come on. The now sun. they also go on to say, you know, uh, that he can be out of line, and why that was being floated was because Amy Robach, who was filling in on Tuesday when he was there, posted a photo with Michael, Amy, and then the crew. You know, but you see a bunch of people, a bunch of ladies with headsets on, and Amy Robach said something along the lines of, these are the women who are in our ears all morning. They keep us in line most of the time. And then Michael joked, commenting, 50% of the time, LOL. So then the son took that and was like, maybe he's out of line because they can't keep him in line, and maybe that's why he's off on Monday. And then they sit him down again on Wednesday. Now, aside from GMA, Michael Strahan... He's been working on all sorts of TV projects, including the $100,000 Pyramid, a skincare line, maybe he works with John Stamos, and producing TV shows, all of which has caused him to be absent from the show more than normal this year. Last week, he announced further details about his new skincare line, and he says, hey, I got a great group. You've got to have a great group. Life's too short to be angry at work. That's a big part of what makes it all work. Angry so, at your employment or being angry while at work. He didn't clarify, but I think it's the second. Okay. Don't be angry at work, everybody. Not angry toward work. Angry while at work. I don't know. He said the interview was just uh, was part of his publicity run. 
and the skincare line happened organically, like most of his entrepreneurial endeavors. Boy, he's got a lot going on. In fact, I was looking for a suit the other day for Project Down and Dirty, because Stevie Boy doesn't even own a suit anymore. I'm a radio person. Suddenly, all my nice clothes are gone. You know what I'm talking about, Donna. Anyway, Anyway, I go to uh, JCPenney, and there's a whole Michael Strahan suit collection. Oh. But they were all they were all huge. I wanted to try right. a nice He's color. They were backers. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was like big and tall, and then there was the Michael Strahan section. It was like, do you have a fifty inch chest? <laughs> Felt like a little pipsqueak leaving. <laughs> you anyway. were like Tom Hanks and big when he gets little. Oh, the jacket and <laughs> yeah. the suit. I'm all dressed up. Anyway. Uh so I think it's all fake news. Um, okay. but we'll keep an eye on the Michael Strahan. Yeah, we'll situation. follow that story closely in the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hear typewriters clanging away out there. It's a Thursday, which means hour three coming up eleven thirty. We do Throwback Thursday music trivia. Yeah, you're thinking well, I have to wait that long for a game? Nay, ten thirty. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We do that every day. When we come back, why don't we wake our brains up? Can you guys figure this out? Oh, I love when you do these little brain teasers. It helps to wake you up if you've been coffeeless this morning. There was something that happened during World War II that makes spotting old forgeries of art easier so because of something that happened during world war ii if you see an old piece of art that someone's like hey you should buy this it's now easier to tell if it's a forgery why what happened we'll tell you when we come back donna steve on my talk hey steve what's up (laughs) it's so funny because of the old budweiser commercials (laughs) let me get in on it here what's up don what's up Ah. All right, I am. Uh, I'm going to take a shot at Steve's question, but first, let me do this. Things that make you go. Home. Things that make you go. Home. Things that make you go. Home. So I threw this out before the break. There was something that happened during World War II, or because of World War II, you could say, um, that makes spotting a forged piece of art easier. As a result of something that happened during World War II, what do you think happened that is making spotting forged old artwork easier than before? Okay, I'm. I here's where I'm thinking. All right, I, I don't know the answer exactly, but my first thought is the development of some kind of color. That if there's that color in the painting, that means it's a fake. Because that color was not yet available in paint yet. Okay, I'm gonna before I tell you if you're totally far away or kind of close. Let's go to Donathan McLean. She thinks too during our commercial breaks only about what I tease. Don, what happened during World (laughs) War II that makes spotting forgeries easier? I think I know this because I was just in Europe. Europe! Europe. And I was on some tours and went into some museums that had masterpieces in them, and I took tours that talked about this. Oh, okay. Okay? Okay? Oh, let's test Don McLean's retention. Because at first I thought something to do with Hitler, because, you know, the the Jews had to give up a lot of their possessions, including artwork, and Mm -hmm. there was all of this art stolen um but i think it has to do with bombs because um yeah something to do with if a bomb goes off you have soot or something that is embedded into walls you know something like that okay 
I will tell you this. Both of you, in a roundabout way, kind of got close. Okay. Dawn got closer. Okay. Let me explain. It's easier to detect art forgeries now because of the nuclear bombs in World War II. And here's what it means. They contained two isotopes that did not exist in nature before. So if the paint contains any trace of them, it means that the painting was made after 1945. Okay. All right. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, Don gets that partial credit. I kind of was maybe had a long day, and I was listening to a tour, and I'm like, I don't know if I can take any more information in. Yeah, I you you understood half of that though. Like the bomb part was there, yeah. the soot part was made up, but the bomb part was there, and we that's why you now have half a point, and Donna currently stands at zero. Is this turning into a game? No, I don't think so. Dr Pepper, huh, is bottled by both Coca Cola and Pepsi. Depending on the location within the United States. Really? How does that work? How do they broker that agreement? Great question. I know that the Coca Cola uh, headquarters are in Atlanta. That is true. Atlanta. If you ever get a chance, go on the Coca Cola tour. In I Atlanta, bet that'd it's be fun. really fun. The things they get so creative with some of the things that you can participate in. Yeah. Really, really cool. I went on the Hershey tour in Hershey, Pennsylvania. That was fun. I remember smelling chocolate. And, you know, you see things happening in the factory and all that. It's it's cool when you can see behind the scenes. Absolutely. You burn approximately 320 calories a day just by blank. We'll turn it into a game again. Everything's more fun as a guessing game. Breathing. Breathing, you burn 320 calories a day just by blank. Donna says breathing, Dawn. Living. Being awake. Dawn, this is a one-answer game. I clearly (laughs) stated that in the rules I never stated. (laughs) You burn approximately 320 calories a day just by thinking. Oh. Wow. What? So, I don't do a lot of that. Uh, but maybe the segment that we do the most is right here doing things that make you go, huh? Thi- yes. Oh. Men in North Korea get beer rations where they can get up to six free beers each month. You know what? Having heard that, maybe North Korea isn't so bad after all. Sure, all the yeah. other stuff, but here's six beers, gang. Yes. Don't worry about the fact that you're essentially a lifetime prisoner in your own country. <laughs> you don't even know what's going on in the rest of the world because we've got you off. Know. They, don't they don't even, even know. know. Right? Because How our crazy. dear leader is... Yes. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Keeping them under wraps. It's not funny. Cancer was originally called crabs. Good shift, Steve, from not funny North Korea to cancer. Way to go. Crabs! Top notch. Crabs and cancer. Cancer was originally called crabs. When Hippocrates found cancer in patients in ancient Greece, he thought it looked like crabs. That was eventually translated to cancer by the Romans, which was the Latin word for crab. So I want to be clear. They're not talking about crabs as an STD. Wait. But actual oh, crabs who walk on the sand. Um, ooh, yeah, I know. All, ooh, ooh, I know. All of you can't see it at home. Ooh. I can. Think of the annoying kid in the background who's ooh. waving his hand like a psychopath. We'll go with that one. Donna, you have a question? Um, no, just an observation. Oh, great. I don't. You think it's interesting that he called cancer crabs, and cancer, when you're talking about the zodiac, is a crab. That's, that's probably because what Steve said, yeah, oh, because the it, it was the Latin, Latin word for crab. Yeah. Cancer was the Latin word for oh, crab. Okay, that makes sense. Then. Okay, but he thought you know, this, the the uh, the I know actual I cancer of questions about this looked one. like a crab. That it looked like a a, a little crab, a tiny a little crab. Tiny crab. Yeah, hermit crab maybe. Oh, I saw a lot of those in in <laughs> Massachusetts. I like my favorite part of that was that Donna <laughs> thought she was dropping a bomb on us. Callback. Uh, when in reality she was just restating a part that I had said, but you know she didn't what? hear. Because it's amazing. I just, because I started raising my hand, I know. and then I ignored everything you were yes, saying. Yes, I know. Yeah, bad listener. Oh, Happy Thursday. Learning experience for everybody. Sorry I blew up, guys. You're fine. You are. <laughs> okay. How about up. this? When we come back, uh, the latest on Adam Levine. He was in headlines last week with some sketchy stuff going on on the side. The state of his relationship. That next on Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging with us for another half hour. No, the whole show. Oh, oh, I forgot Rocco's out. Oh, we get Don for the whole show. Yeah. Steve, did you hear that? No. <laughs> I have these he dumb headphones. in today. And they don't, they don't project the sound. Mm-mm. So had I not looked up now... I may not have checked back in for another 11 minutes. Uh-oh. What oh, did wow. I miss? I just said Dawn's here for the whole show. Well, Dawn said oh, she's here for the gosh. whole show. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Dawn, Yay. I always, I don't like these days, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because I feel very bad for you as the morning goes on. For those who don't wake up early, if you miss the Jason and Alexa show, she produces that. And so she's up at the butt crack of dawn, and then she's on all morning. Uh, butt crack of dawn. Yeah. Oh, my own butt crack. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's great. No, I, I, just, any, I would say that to any butt crack, not your yours. About my butt not crack. yours. I'm sure your butt crack is great. Oh, wow. It's very short. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's like I have a lot of uh, butt, but there isn't a long crack. That's, it's because just, it's, uh, that's because you got all of that in cleavage. It's, yeah. It's like, have hips. I have hips that start way up. It's like a hibachi grill. I don't know what that area is up there, but it's not my butt. It's just a flat surface. You could grow corn. I don't know. 
And then you've got my butt crack, which is very short. Interesting. Anyway. Thanks for sharing. I think, uh, yeah, some people have long butts. Some people have short butts. No waste. And I've been working very hard at getting my butt to grow out, which doesn't affect the the length of my butt crack. By the way, uh, my mom is probably, my mom is in town and probably downstairs listening. So I'll stay up here all day. Oh, my God. Sorry. What's your name? Uh, Jane. 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 I'm sorry. You're talking about my butt crack. I'm sorry that I made that sound. It was for any butt crack. It wasn't yours again. Yours I'm not offended. A solid crack like we all have, right? Mm-hmm. Is it? You know, can I say something about butt cracks really quick? Oh, great. Here's <laughs> the amazing butt thing. Doctor headquarters. I know. So. That's right. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing thing about it, when you really think about it, let's go from the top down. Your butt crack <laughs> is the beginning of where your body splits in two. Yep. Two flabs of flesh, just bringing it all together. Crazy, right? It is yeah. crazy. Or if you go from the feet up, it's where your body conjoins and it's like, no, we're better together. I mean, it's real. <laughs> it is pretty amazing. Like, what a work of art, right? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It really is. All right, we digress. All right. Um, okay. Remember Anna Delvey? You look, look paw. Yes, I remember. Okay. Anna. Good imitate. Your imitation's holding I, up all I these months later. So anyway, um, so she could be released from an. Do you call it an ICE detention center, like the immigration? Oh yeah, yeah. People. So okay. Long story short, she had. I believe she was supposed to serve a twelve-year sentence. Then she was released um, for good behavior. And then she got picked up by immigration. And so a judge has just said that he will grant bail for her, which I think is like 10 grand um, or bond, whatever you call it, if she could find a permanent place to live because she would have to be there 24 hours a day Hmm. under, you know, supervision. And she is not allowed to post on social media either directly or by a third party. So now that's the real prison. Right. For her. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if she still has any friends left that would be willing yeah. to put her up. Because anytime she stayed with anybody, they were like, oh, God, how do I get rid of her? The oh. only thing I could do is sell my house, you know, because she would not leave. So. Or could there be. Maybe not an old friend. Maybe there's someone new. There is. Think of someone. Think of someone well-to-do who watched the Netflix series and just enjoys the idea of being <laughs> near a newsmaker, albeit filled with controversy. Well, there is a there is a Julia Fox who became friends. Oh, I know. Gross. Right. That's Kanye's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Or ex-girlfriend. Oh. That's right. Oh. That was just right. The, yeah. So they became friends while Anna Delvey was in prison, and um, Julia Fox called her, my dear sis, she's killing it from behind bars. Well, guess who she's going to be calling, Julia Fox? You. Mm. And now you're stuck with her. Hmm. Anyway, if you're not familiar with the story, she just basically partied her way through New York's social circles she posed as an heiress she built luxury hotels out of thousands of dollars she conned a pal to pay for a trip to morocco for a lot of people um she bounced checks she manipulated staff at fancy hotels it's really a fascinating story i think i 
I think we watched the uh, Inventing Anna, the special on Netflix, the dramas. What was it? Six episodes, eight episodes, whatever yeah, it was. Yep. I think of how many times she ran the, I don't know why my card isn't going through. Your machine is broken. Right. How many times she did that? And I think of any time I have swiped a credit card and then they're like, it's denied. The panic that sets over where I have to, I feel like I need to show them a W-2 and say, like, listen, I'm good for it. I swear, call my employer. And I get so nervous and embarrassed Mm -hmm. in those moments. And she lived a life rooted in that of let's go here. Oh, it's not working. You need to fix your machine. I'm out of here. I mean, how do you, how, I don't know how she could so confidently just scam so many people and then your friends who get close to you and care about you and then you just stick it to them you know i think you have to be psychotic something that's uh, i don't know the label for yeah you know some type of a mental disorder like a narcissistic kind of thing i think it goes deeper like a different kind i don't want to speculate because yeah we're not doctors you're right right. but yeah there's something not right there Mm. But and, anyway. you know, when you start to tell yourself a lie enough times... You believe it. You start to believe it. And I had an old teacher who would say the most effective type of deception is self-deception. Mm. And once you start to convince yourself of whatever you knew in a clear-eyed moment just ain't real, just ain't right, doesn't add up, then you can really, if you sell yourself on the deception, then you can sell others. Because that's the hardest sell, right, is selling your. So if she sold herself, yeah, like, you know what? I am going to get this money, and this is going to happen, and I do have a bright future, and blah, blah, blah. What, she needs to believe that, because that's how you pass a lie detector test, right? Yeah. Is they're testing to see if it's registering as a lie to you. But if you convince yourself of the lie enough... Right. That's the biggest hurdle you've got to clear. And once you do that, then you're confident. Then she's probably confident. She probably could get to a point where she is legitimately believing in the moment, even for the 30 seconds it takes of your machine is messed up. Run it again. I would always be afraid yeah. that just being in the position to have to take a test, that it wouldn't be admissible in court because I would just be nervous the whole time. For sure. Just yeah. asking the question like, are you a mother? I might go, oh! <gasps> Oh God! Yes, I am. You know, and then it was I know. Like... That's my fear: is a lie detector test. To my knowledge, I haven't committed any crimes. You know, we tried to do this on another radio show. Have the you know somebody come in and administer a test for us? Yeah, they're very, very strict and protective of making a game out of it. You know oh. what I mean? Like they were like, you know, I I I don't know about this because it's you know it's not a bit. It's right, like, you know, and they take it very seriously. The people who um, administer the testing. Oh Lord, I'd never want to do that on radio either. You know why? Because then you'd have your your old on air buddies who, like, sure. once you're strapped up to the machine, they start asking you all sorts of weird, deeply personal questions. <laughs> and even if you don't answer, the thing's probably going off beep, like beep, the Richter beep, scale beep, during yeah. an earthquake, and you're like, "Me mm, <laughs> no like you that." Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, hey, I have an update on uh, Adam Levine and uh, Bahati Prinsloo, I believe is how you say your name, right? Yeah. Um, apparently, the latest is, sorry, Steve, I know this couple stuff probably bugs you a little bit, but suck it up for a minute. Mm. Uh, apparently, they're not going to let his alleged cheating scandal blow their marriage apart. 
So that's good news. Um, they're expecting their third child, of course, and they've de- decided to try to work past the troubles. Mm. And uh, he's really busy because he's doing a Vegas stint right now. And apparently they're doing their best to be kind and patient with each other while they work this, you know. Oh, and he's, and he's still doing that, the Vegas thing. I get it. There's yeah. like, you've signed a deal. There's, I'm sure, millions on the line and all of that. But oh, I bet that adds that. I'm sure it makes it more difficult, right? If you're going through a really difficult time and then mm-hmm. imagine your partner or your spouse is like, Okay, I've got to go to, you know, Vegas, out of town for bye. three weeks. I, I want to really, really deeply apologize for almost cheating on you. Uh, bye. Right. You yeah, better that's send flowers tough. every day and well, have your yeah. assistant send a personal note. Well, that other woman in the picture, the main one, that Sumner uh, Instagram person, yeah. apologized for her part in the mess last month. She said she thought that the two of them had already split. And she uh, wrote... I fully realize I'm not the victim in this. I'm not the one who's really getting hurt here. It's Bahati and her children, and for oh. that, I am so, so, Ooh. so sorry. That's, and that's true, and that's well said by her. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're stacking levels of offense. You right. Know? Anyway, that's all I got. Oh. Bye. Boy, uh, I do want to let you know that somebody reached out to me on Instagram and said, hey, heard what you said about coffee creamer yesterday yeah and that the third ingredient uh one of the major ingredients was vegetable oil because i was like this stuff doesn't even need to be refrigerated that Mm -hmm. is a marketing ploy this person said i went and fact checked you looked at my coffee creamer third ingredient vegetable oil Mm -hmm. she said i threw it out immediately i don't know what i'm going to do moving forward regarding coffee creamer (laughs) but i know it's not going to be flavored vegetable oil anymore yeah i i did the same thing i was like what am what why am i putting these chemicals into my body if i don't have to there's pure half and half you know there's milk that's what i switched to half and half i tried heavy whipping cream for a little while but isn't that good it is good and uh yeah i mean you pay a little more well no you don't i was gonna say you pay a little more in calories but not in my case i was doing eight tablespoons of hazelnut creamer (laughs) dang (laughs) that is not a recipe for success here's the thing that gets me about that though is that is not that would be way too sweet for anybody. Well, unless you had a big, big cup of coffee. So I think I think you're wrong because here's how this starts. It starts. You might start with a measured tablespoon, but nobody really busts out tablespoons unless you're on a very strict diet. You pour, and then you start to pour a little more. Then you start to pour a little more, and it's you. gradual. It's not like you go from black to eight tablespoons. It's over time. You get a little more in there, and more in there, and more in there, and then it's like, oh my gosh. How much am I actually? No, I did have a big cup. They were they were big cups, okay. but it wasn't like it was a thirty two ounce thermos that I was walking around the house with. Right, it was probably like a sixteen ounce. It was a jumbo cup, but still, I was doing three of them every morning and another one at lunch. Wow! And it third ingredient vegetable oil, and it says right on it, not a dairy product. And then they use all sorts of words to make you think it's still like a milky product. It's not, gang. Um, it's like. I just look sorry to interrupt, but I just looked up how many tablespoons are in a cup. <laughs> I thought it was less than this. I thought maybe you're putting a fourth a cup. It's a half a cup of creamer you were putting yeah. in each coffee. You know what's crazy too? Here's the crazy thing. Oh my God, that's it was so not sweet. so much. But it was not you know, you look at somebody's coffee sometimes and you're like, Hey, you want a little coffee with that creamer? Yeah, it's 
because of the color of it. Yeah. The color That's was not offensively on. light. Exactly. I, I always work on the color. And so I think maybe I was making strong coffee, yeah. and so it wasn't diluting it in the way that it normally would, and that's how you can get a really sneaky 40 grams of sugar in every cup of coffee. And if I were that company, I would tint my creamer brown. Done. So that people think they're not putting as much in. Ah, you oh, see? Oh, yeah. Uh, they can't be opposed to dropping another weird ingredient in there to make the color off. I mean, <laughs> right. hell. We're starting with vegetable oil, kids. Don't forget to get your six servings of vegetable oil every day. (laughs) Well, you know, kids are eating sugar for for breakfast, you know? Kids are eating that cereal. I bet it's just as bad. Oh, and when they say part of your complete breakfast, said who sold us that bill of goods? (laughs) Right? We gotta go. And who has time for that kind of breakfast? I I gotta go. Oh, I'm going to go, go get some creamer. All right, you go get some creamer. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for the St. Paul Hotel. You know what? They are presenting a live radio play of It's a Wonderful Life. This is so fun. It's December 1st through the 23rd at St. Paul Hotel's Promenade Ballroom. And uh, the shows include a three-course luncheon. That's for the afternoon performances. And then a three-course dinner for evening performances. And, yes, the food is amazing. This is playwright Joe Landry's acclaimed take on the 1946 Frank Happy classic it's a wonderful life 16th season at the saint paul hotel with your favorite christmas carols delicious holiday meal the story of george bailey and it's a wonderful life all done as an old-timey radio show it's perfect for family and friends an old-fashioned 1940s christmas and the shows do sell out so book your seats now online at stpaulhotel.com presented by minnesota a nonprofit spare key helping families bounce not to break with housing assistance and you can stay the night they've got special room rates for It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, 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 good morning. Good morning, everybody. Okay, I got a couple of good stories here. First, Bethany Frankel. Ever yes, heard of her? Of course. Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, I got she to sit down and do... Me up. I got to do a long Q&A with her. I got to moderate a Q&A with her. And she was... Talk about a woman who just commands the room's attention in a really good way. She, her personality is just so... Big and it's funny. It's simultaneously big and not pretentious. You know, like when she walks in the room, she seems super. You get like rich people vibes. You get celebrity vibes, and just like a. So who are you? What's your story? You know, like mm-hmm. n- no pretense about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Her talk show didn't work out too well, but I do didn't. like her. I listened to her podcast yeah. for a while. Yeah, I mean, I could see where she could be a little abrasive, and that's oh, yeah. that kind of sure. New York, New Jersey thing. But I, I don't think, I think she's got a lot of confidence, and it she's, shows. I agree with you. So here's what she's, it's funny, the first line of this story in page six is, if you can't handle the truth, you can't handle her. There you go. So Bethany Frankel, um she was doing a product review, and this time she was taking aim at Kylie Jenner and her makeup brand on Instagram. And she said, girl, don't do it. It's not worth it. Mm. And she said 
So she started ripping into Kylie Cosmetics birthday PR box. Okay. So that comes in this really pretty box and it features the three piece birthday lip crayon set and Ooh. lip gloss set in this large box for $175. The problem is that the same two sets can be purchased as a bundle for just $58, oh. meaning the decorative box alone costs $117. <gasps> oh, oh, that's my. a big difference. So, Frankel oh. said, I was confused. I thought something had to be different. She said... There is something different. This has a box that you're going to throw in the garbage unless you have a hamster that you're going to put in there. Uh-uh. This is a re- She's very funny. She goes, um, this is going right back and being returned because it's a scam. How stupid do we have to be? I mean, I'm a sucker. I like it. I like the packaging. But where you lose me is where you scammed me. Mm. And then... She did an update later and said Kylie Cosmetics does not accept returns, which means she stuck with the box. Oh, and geez. she goes, maybe I'll go to the mall and get myself a hamster. That's funny. Somebody oh. joked and said, listen, we must protect Bethany. If she goes missing, it was Kris Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. But I mean, at least she's being honest. I mean, what does she have to lose? You know, is this going to hurt her reputation? I don't think so. Right. No. Huh. No, she probably just won a lot of people. She probably just won a lot of support. You know, like, hey, look, I dig the celebrity stuff. I dig these fun gift boxes and all that. But thank you for telling me, wait a second, that's scammy. That's that's usually, usually when you bundle something, you get it a little cheaper. Correct. And so the fact that there's such a markup for the box... Yeah, huh? it, it's yeah, icky. I, I don't that. like that. Now, let me ask a question. Was this a celebrity? Was this a gift? Because they give celebrities like, here, try this and talk about it, if you will be so kind. I, it's unclear. Probably. That would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know for sure. But at least she's calling her out, you know, calling yeah. it what it is. Um, I got to call somebody out real quick while we still oh, have boy. a little bit of time. Um, okay. There's a small farm in... Um, Southern Michigan, and they just had a bunch of its vegetables pulled from stores because they were using human waste as fertilizer. Now, I'm going to need to hear more because even though on the surface that sounds disgusting, the fact that any, I don't feel a lot better about an animal's crap than I do my own. Right. In many ways, I feel worse. So say more things. Well, the farm is called uh, Country Gardens, and Michigan's Department of Agriculture issued a warning saying they'd been using raw, untreated human waste to grow their vegetables. And at least 11 different stores have been selling their stuff, including zucchini, summer squash, tomatoes, green peppers. And the problem is human waste can carry diseases like Hepatitis A, norovirus, E. coli. So that's why there's a warning, and at least one store has already cut ties with the farm and said they won't sell their stuff anymore. One. I know, one. <laughs> Just one so far. So the far. others stand with country folk. In solidarity. Ooh. Country Gardens is uh, the country. They spell it K-U-N-T-R-Y. Me no likey no, that. Me I, think. I, no. 
Even with a K there, me think that we should do the O. <laughs> yeah, yes. Too. That's a bundle. Okay, hey, Kylie, you want to bundle something. The O and the U always goes together in the word country. Yeah. Otherwise, you put the you know what in country. Donna! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that's what it is. Unbelievable. Thank you. Uh, hey, can I just remind people real quick, um, mm-hmm. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I am making my appointment for my mammogram. Uh, we've teamed up with Southern Lights to shed some light on... The, this is a really important month, okay? Oh, for sure. So make October your reminder month to schedule your mammogram and then other, you know, of course, preventative appointments. We're getting a colonoscopy next week. Uh, tell your friends to do the same thing, and you could find out... Um, you could check out all the events and find a list of resources on our website. Just use keyword awareness. Thank there you. you go. Bam. Just like that. Right. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break here, friends, but don't you worry. We're coming back. We will come back with a little bit of music news. We'll get into the beat. Who's the most beloved Beatle? Ooh. Evidently, there's an answer to that. We will find out. Uh, and some Aussie news, too. That all coming up. It's not on Steve on my talk. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 